This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on? <clears throat> Caps fans, we've got a great episode for you today. We are doing an interview with um, someone you may or may not follow, and if you don't, you should, on uh, Twitter, at StatGuyBlake, and his at handle is at AllenCaps1995. So, Polly, I think we should just uh, pop some tabs and, and get it going. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. One, two, three. All right, adding to the stream now, Stat Guy Blake. What's up, man? Blake, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Um, so you know, I think that we should just dive right in here and you know play a little game. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, get that reference, Polly. From no. Kindergarten Cop. No. Okay. Haven't seen Kindergarten Cop. Probably since I was in kindergarten. <clears throat> it's a fucking classic, dude. I know. I've I don't think I've it. ever seen Kindergarten Cop. What? Oh, man. You guys are too young, probably. Maybe. But, uh, okay. Well, anyways, uh, tell us about yourself, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I went to George Mason University, and I studied... Um, uh, well, they didn't specifically have a statistics major... They had math with a concentration in statistics. Okay. And then my senior year, they got a statistics major, but it was in a different department. It wasn't in the College of Science. It was in the College of Engineering. And I was like, I'm not dealing with switching. So I just stayed. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah. Um, and then I've been a hockey fan and, and a Cavs fan since I was pretty much since I was born. Richard Zednick was my favorite player growing up. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's, a, that's old school, man. Fuck yeah. Um I'm trying to see if I've got a uh, 2002-2003 poster. I think that he would have been gone by then, though. I think he was traded at the end of that season. I could be wrong. Yeah, because he's not. Because that was when we got, like, I've got Yager up here um, and everything else. But Yeah. Good stuff. Awesome, man. Um, so then, <clears throat> I guess what, uh, what really, obviously, you're interested in statistics and then you, this was just a natural transition into kind of doing crunching numbers for Chirp and DMV, correct? Yeah, yeah, right for Chirp and DMV. Awesome, cool, man. Um, well, so do you? Uh, you, know, you don't have to get too personal, but do you use your degree in your professional life as well? Yeah, I do. I, I won't. I won't go deeper than that. But yes, I do use a. Okay. I do do statistics for a living. Hey, good for you because <laughs> I have a geography degree. And I sit at a desk and run reports for lawyers. So, not using mine. Right. What an idiot, Polly. Why would you get a, why would you get a geography degree? <clears throat> um, I have an accounting degree, and I use that. I, I work in marketing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blake is you. Blake's the only one winning here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he's the only one that did it right. Uh, so. Are you uh are you in Virginia or Maryland or in DC? Where where are you where are you living at? Yeah, I'm in Northern Virginia. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. So I went to uh, Chantilly High School. Um, okay, I went to I went to private high school, but if I had gone to public, I would have gone to uh, um, Westfield. Oh, okay, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. We played them in hockey and lacrosse. Uh, so yeah. you're we're Fairfax. County. I played a I played youth league at Ashburn Ice House. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
played a lot of games there. There in Reston. Um, yeah. For sure. So, but uh, in high school, I mean, Ashburn was. I think they gave the best rates, so we went there. But uh, awesome, cool. So Nova, baby, let's go. I love. I love yeah. the. Uh, I love the. I have a special spot in my heart for the Caps fans who are from Northern Virginia, obviously because I, you know, live there, but also. Because Maryland sucks, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you probably just alienated a uh, a nice portion of our fans. Right, right. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, I, I guess we can take the two or three uh, listener hit, right? Yeah, it's probably about half. We'll go from seventeen down to ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. So, <clears throat> let's talk caps, huh? What do you, um, you know, we're we're approaching the. The trade deadline, which, Polly, do you know when that is? When the actual deadline stops? Was it March 12th, did I see? Yeah, I think it's mid-March, so... Yeah. That'll be really... It's really timely, because we're going to be really... We're doing this live now, but we'll be releasing uh, this week's episodes uh, around this time, around that time. So, um, you know, let's talk Caps. What, what, do you, what do you think? Caps sitting tight? They're selling? They're buying? What what do you what do I think they should do or what do I think they're gonna do? Well, let's let's hear both. Yeah. Uh, I think they should do a fire sale, um, and I think they're going to do what they have done at the last five deadlines, which is just pick up a couple of small pieces, like they're one piece away from a cup. <laughs> which they're not. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we can all agree <laughs> that they're not just one piece away from a cup, correct? Yeah. You know, uh, we can't. There are some serious fundamental issues with this team. <clears throat> okay, well, so then let's 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 talk about that. What are the serious fundamental issues from your from your standpoint? Um. Well. Uh. Let's start with Eller. He's not what he was in 2018. Oh man, it's, I, he's uh, going it's right time to move it. on. Oh, he's going right, <laughs> right fucking for it. Yeah. Trolls already. <laughs> he's triggered. Um. Yeah. This is <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um. Uh, a lot of people are saying Carlson, and I, I'm very undecided about that. But all I can say is we better get back, you know, something good for Carlson if we're going to do that. Yeah. And, and uh, well, and, and about Carlson, like you got to realize we got him on such a discount. Uh, you know, if you, if you think about a number one defenseman, uh, we signed him for what eight years, four years ago, three, four, or five years ago. And I think he's only making like what eight million. I don't. I don't feel like that's uh, that's that bad for for a guy of his talent level. And of course, you know. Also, so then tell us about like the underlying stats. There is he still good um, in the advanced stat category, or is he trash? Because there is no still. He was never good at advanced stats. Okay. <laughs> Let's tell. Yeah. Tell. Tell us about it. But yeah, he's like he's one of those guys who he puts up so many points that it's kind of just okay. Like kind of like with Ovi, you know, right. he just puts up so many points that you kind of don't worry about the advanced numbers so much until he stops putting up points. Fair, absolutely. Well, so then, <clears throat> and I think that you know he does make some bad plays, but he gets what I mean. Shit, in an overtime game, he'll get like twenty-seven minutes of, of ice time. The, the dude is a, a machine there. That is true. You can always count on him to be on the ice. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that in itself is definitely a piece of value because when the when the game gets rough, 
you know, you're only comfortable with a certain amount of guys right. being out there. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, if the, if the stats aren't there, it's ill-advised that he's the guy <laughs> that you're comfortable with that long, you know, for that long, that often. Right. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I still think he's a, he's a, he's a good deal. Um, so, I mean, you know, and, and what are we going to, you know, he's aging, he's on the wrong side of 30. What, what are we going to return? What, what kind of return would you see um, on the way back here for Carlson? Um, that I don't know, but I, I bet somebody's looking for a, like, I, I bet you could, uh, Seattle would love a veteran defenseman. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Go get man. somebody better than Kelly Yarncrock for from <laughs> Seattle for Carlson. <laughs> True. True. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, you know, the one thing that the Caps do have is some pretty serviceable defensemen. I think that Faviari has really come out, um, and there's still Alexiev down in in uh, in Hershey, right? So we've got some stock there. I think, and you know, yeah. we also have NHLers who are kind of uh, extra fat, if you will. Like you know, Kempney, what's he doing? You know, yeah. I mean, I don't know why we don't have Alexiev in Kempney's spot. Well, um, well, it's like like yeah, I don't think Alexiev is ready to be a top six guy, but he should absolutely be a seventh guy for when somebody goes down, as opposed to Kempney, who needs to. I mean, he's. He's just playing awful. He's taking all kinds of penalties because he's playing awful. So he's trying to recover, and he's just like slashing people and hooking them and all kinds of stuff. Right. And I'm and he's had you know he's been on the shelf for so long, which is yeah you know so we how how much longer are we going to give that guy a pass, Paulie? What do you think? Uh, well, if we're going to give him a pass, I think this season is his limit. Right. Um, I think he's been back long enough that. He's, you know, uh, he should be held accountable to normal NHL performance standards. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so then, Lars Eller, <laughs> aka the linchpin to the Stanley Cup. If we're moving him, you have to think that we're gonna we're gonna need a center, right? And you think we are? We we had this exchange on Twitter. Um, you think that there's definitely, you know, you, you pitched Lawton, um, Roslevic, uh, Strom. You know, I mean, do what what would we have to give up for that, do you think? Eller plus a first round? Um, possibly. Uh, at, at this point in uh, the Caps' existence, I'm all for just throwing away draft picks. Like, what do we need draft right. picks for? We're going to be bad after Ovi leaves. We might as well just go all in for the next four, four and a half years. What, what do I need a draft pick for? Just give it up. Fair enough. Yeah. And Polly, I think we've, we've been on that train too. Yeah. I mean, plus Hershey is full of very good talent that I'd be just as comfortable with, if not more comfortable with bringing those guys up than late, draft like late round draft picks anyway i mean you know those guys have the have the experience unless we're able to draft someone like uh maddie Beneers or owen power 
I agree. We don't really need to worry about our draft picks. Which which we're not going to be able to because we're in a playoff spot. Exactly. And yeah. we're unless unless something really catastrophic happens, we're not moving out of it. Sure. Yeah. Our draft picks are really not super valuable until we can't sniff the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny money, right? Yeah. So, all right. Well, so then. Hey, Caps fans. We do need to take a second here to acknowledge our gracious sponsors, DraftKings. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the whim column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total cash prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. What else? What what other what other um, gripes do you have here, Blake? About the uh, about the caps? I mean, we talked about Eller a little bit, I know, but uh. um, Troll doesn't want to go into details on Eller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have details on Eller. Uh, um, yeah, Carson uh, Sprong has played his last game as a cap. That's for sure. Um, that dude, he can't play defense. I. And he's not scoring like he was last year, so right. uh, you're not really welcome in Laviolette's system if you can't play defense and you're not scoring. So, yeah, um, he's he's definitely going to be out of here. I've liked Snively. Don't touch the fourth line. Whatever right. you do, don't touch the fourth line. They're fine. Everyone wants looting. to bitch Haglin out, but yeah. I. <laughs> Yeah, let's. Can you uh, can you throw some some fourth line stats, maybe even Haglin specific, that can enlighten Caps Twitter on why they're wrong? Yeah, give me about thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Um. um you know, we've been strong proponents for uh, for Carl Haglin. Like, I I thought it was awesome when he came to DC. You know. Um, this was a guy that just lit us up every time you know, with New York, yeah. with Pittsburgh. I mean, it was just, you know, if you can't beat him, join him, right? Haglin with the Rangers was nightmare fuel. It was, man. And he was God. so good with them. Like, and, you know, he was really good with the Penguins as well. Yeah. But, I I mean, I, I love him on the team. The dude just doesn't quit on anything. And, yeah. And on top of that, okay, so he's not burying goals, but... You know he's still he's still potting assists. He's and if you watch that fourth line work, <clears throat> he's like the attack dog that's in there first. Turn getting the yeah. bus turned over and then it goes to Dowd and Hathaway. To clean yeah, up. he's in there fucking shit up so that the other guy. I mean, not saying that Dowd and Hathaway don't work hard, right. but he does. It seems like he's doing a little bit more of the gritty stuff. Yeah, and then the younger guys are finishing. Yeah, yeah, he's always in there pestering. Yeah, so in what the, do we got? Offensive zone. Tell us about so, the Rangers. 
So the the fourth line together, uh, they have a fifty two percent expected goals percentage, which is good, but it's also really good considering they're fourth liners. Right. Yeah. Um, and their goals for percentage is sixty six percent, which wow. I mean that's ridiculous. They're not letting the other team score. Like they're just stifling the opposition. So yeah. Uh, Haglund's not exactly burying the puck very often, but they're keeping the puck out of our net so often, which is really good when you have struggling goaltenders, you know, like we do. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, as with most fourth lines, they're getting matched up a lot against the big guys from the other team, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not imagining that. They, I mean, they start the period a lot of times. I mean, if they're putting out those kind of numbers and able to hold first and second lines, I mean, that's super valuable. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you could say that the Caps have, you know, four highly skilled forwards and a great fourth line right now. Um, And I think that's kind of where the good news ends. Uh, Blake, what do you think? Um, I think that you've just slandered the Orlov Jensen pair by omission. Okay, fair enough. And I think that the defense is good. I'll we'll, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. put that that honorable mention in. I think Orlov is the the most underrated hockey player in the NHL. I would I would tend to agree. The dude's the dude's amazing. Um, <clears throat> not only yeah. physically, but I mean, he's got great skating ability, and he can really just hammer the puck for the point. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. I'll- when when you're telling a kid, teach him to play hockey, especially a defenseman, I think he'd be a really good person to model a young hockey player's game off of. Absolutely. I mean, he just does it all. Yep. yep yeah. Yep. I'm sorry, Blake. I, what were you going to say? I interrupted you there. You know, I, uh, I, a lot of times people will knock him by saying his contract is too big. And, um, oh, I got to find this again. Um, but I like, I like went – during last off season, I was kind of like, yeah, maybe it's time to move on from Orlov, and I was going to use his contract as a, um, as a uh, reason. Um, and then I looked at his contract comparables in cap friendly, and like, um, Danny DeKaiser, Morgan Riley, uh, uh, Hampus Lindholm were his <laughs> top comparables. So, like, for what he's giving us, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I just from you, him, might be an underpay. Yeah, I mean, you just rattling those names off, I instantly thought we're winning. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, it, you know, defensemen. It, I mean, the trend in recent years has been that you know your top defensemen get all the money, and then uh, you know. Down from there, you know, number three, number two, there's a big drop off. Just like, you know, I mean, I guess just like any forward core, too. But, uh, you know, I feel like defensemen get paid more uh, overall, you know. Well, your top guy. Yeah, right. Well, and there's less of them, I guess, to spread <clears throat> the money around. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Orlov. I think that, and, and, Obviously, the the coming of age story of Nick Jensen has been wild. You know, I know now. Now I've heard that Nick Jensen, when he came 
um, from the Red Wings, you know, on the dumpster fire team that they were. He was a stats darling. Is that is that true? Um, I don't know about his time with the Red Wings, but I know that it it, it didn't take long for his stats to get good in DC. So like while people like people were still bashing him, I was like, guys, he has like a fifty five percent expected goals percentage. Let's right. like <laughs> like this was like in twenty nineteen or whatever when he first came here. I was like. Uh, guys, let's calm down here. Yeah, and that's another defenseman that we got on a discount as well. You know, he's not making that much money either. Well, I think something that is still a big transition point in the hockey community is everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people still just focus on points plus minus and the eyeball test. And... Obviously, I mean, I'm I'm very much uh, uneducated on the advanced stats, but uh, I mean, that's really the whole point of this, right, Blake? To uh, to get the deeper dive and and show that those numbers don't necessarily reflect success the way that we have thought. Yeah, and I I, I think I think there's always there's also this like weird. Um, uh, analytics versus eye test battle going on and i don't really think there needs to be i think they're both equally important parts um because you know there's the i the, the numbers just tell you you know what's happening they don't tell you why it's happening right yeah. and you need you need the eye test to give you content you have to watch the game you know yeah no doubt and um on top of, you know that's so we've had jay fresh on um but He's a dirty Penguins fan, but he's, uh, that's exactly, you know, that's exactly what he's saying is that the numbers are, are just a description, a uh, deeper, more detailed description as to what has happened. Um, you know, and he's, he's a guy who likes to play, uh, hockey and, and obviously watch it a lot too. So, you know, he's seeing, he's, he, I, I would, I would, uh, I guess you're tracking is all I'm trying to say <laughs> with what he's saying too. Right. Um, <clears throat> So, what what do you think? Uh, okay, so if you had your dream um, team, I guess at the at the deadline, what are the Caps doing? I know we we asked them and like we drifted off. Um, yeah. Getting Strom, Dylan Strom, uh, is probably at the top of my wish list right now. Um, moving on from Eller. Obviously, company. Uh, let's go get what whatever we can for Sprong, even if it's not much or if it's some future thing. Like, the, there's no point in having him around anymore because he's not going to play. So let's move on from him. Um, uh, I don't know what to do with Oshi because he keeps getting hurt. He's playing so well, but if you're not in the lineup, it doesn't matter how well you're playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really on the fence about keeping him or moving on from him. Um, but don't get me wrong; he's like when he's in, he's been great. Yeah, I've yeah. loved his game. Um, uh, let's see, um, you know, real quick, we could we could LTIR Oshi, yeah, until the playoffs start and load up. <laughs> yeah, just, Vegas is already just, doing it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, those are kind of the big things that I can think of off the top of my head. There's other moves I want them to make. I, I... Well, it's tough because who knows when Mantha will be back. Because right. I think Mantha being... Because I was just about to say, oh, we need a winger. Oh, wait, we have one, and he's just hurt also <laughs> yeah. um, in Mantha. who I think he's our best player. Um, so... I suppose if if we think if we can't rely on Mantha being back for the playoffs, then go get a winger, a Mantha style winger, somebody somebody big and fast, um, who's who's good at defense, who can anchor that top line because because Ovi and Kuzi are great, but they cannot play defense and they cannot get the puck out of the zone. We need somebody who can get the puck out better. Um, Willie's been fine at that but he's not been he's not been as good this year as he was the last couple of years um so i'd like somebody better than better than willie on that top line interesting so wow that's five players you want to move (laughs) (laughs) i i i I wasn't kidding when i said a fire sale i know holy shit no granted sprong and kempney don't really count because like Sprong's not playing at all. Right. Kempney is just here for when people are injured and he's doing a bad job of it. So. Okay. And then so, but I think that we're, we're in agreement here that if we're going to move on from Eller, you have to get someone who's better than Eller in that position. Like we can't have oh, yeah. Marcus Johansson years, which, you know, I feel, I felt so bad when we lost him uh, because, you know, this he was a great player and it still is, but he just for some reason just we just couldn't make it work with him. Like we and and you know this is a guy that still put up like 40, 50 points a year, um, but it just we just couldn't make it work and it was all about the this trying to put you know square peg in a round hole with him being a center, at least in the in the fashion that we want to make it. So. Do you think that, and then we talked about this, do you think that Connor McMichael is a possible solution there for that third third line center? Yeah, definitely. Because um, I, I, I understand that he's like young and unprudent, but that's why I want him on the third line and not anchoring the, the top line of the team. Right. Um, uh, you know, get, it, get him NHL minutes at center. Um and I, I, I mean, I kind of wish we'd already been been doing that, sweetly, because then we would know at the deadline for sure that he, if he was or wasn't capable. But, um, you know, I, I still think he can be that guy at third line for this year at least, and he'll gradually move up, and then eventually Basham will retire, and he'll take over the top line. Wow, Paul, what do you think? Well, I mean, that's very promising for the future. Um, I like that. Uh, you know, I think he's he's shown that he can play the game at that level. Um, right. And if we can get that replacement in-house, it might be able to it, – it'd be easier to, to fill some of the other holes. Right. Um, I, you know, last year I was – you know, we talked about this a lot. I, I thought I was not sold on him being NHL proven talent or NHL talent. I wasn't sold completely, but this year has definitely turned that tide. 
you know, I think he belongs in the lineup every night. <clears throat> but, you know, that third line is, is so important to the, to the Washington Capitals to, for yeah. sustained pressure because, you know, we've got the fourth we've got the fourth line that's going to be able to do their thing, but they're probably not going to bury as many times. Um, and then our first and second lines are, are nice scoring, but I feel, I feel like the third line is going to be where your, where your true depth scoring is, is going to need to show up to shine, really. Um, when you have that third scoring line that's also not a liability out there, um, you know, we get all, all sorts of matchup capabilities with that, right? Because um, it's not very common that an NHL team has four scoring lines or anything like that, right? Um, yeah. But my one gripe about, well, I have two gripes about Michael, and hopefully, Blake, you can, you can say I'm full of shit because that's not really what's happening. But I feel that he does he does not show interest in getting involved physically, and I don't mean like fighting, but uh, you know he's not a body checker, and uh, I feel as if he loses a lot of board battles, and that's um, that's my big gripe. Is this is there any warrant to that, or am I just like screaming and punching the air? <laughs> um. I haven't noticed the board battles thing or not, but I do notice him a lot of times flying around in front of the net, which is something that I love to see. Um, and that's, I mean, that's a little bit of a physical area there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's not going to be a big hitter or anything like that, but I think I trust him in physical scenarios. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. he's an undersized guy. I mean, you know, he yeah. packed on like 15 pounds or something this offseason. If he can continue, you know, and I'm not asking for him to be like 250, but if he can get closer to that 200 even range, um, you know, yeah. and work on the speed a little bit, uh, I think that he he'll be a force to be reckoned with for sure. Yeah, and I've noticed what Blake was saying about him zipping around out there. It seems like even uh, in, I, I feel like there's been multiple times where I see him make a good play and. It creates a shot, but then we don't we don't finish, so it doesn't show up on his points. Right. But I mean, it really seems like he he gets in people's grills and and causes things to happen. Yeah, and I think you know the majority of his goals have been around the net and close. So you know, I'll give you that for sure. Maybe I'm maybe again I'm just like pinpointing areas in which like I think he could have taken a hit or thrown a hit there versus you know. You're just Team Eller. Uh, yeah, I'm just – exactly. I'm just way too way too into Lars Eller, to be completely honest. Um, because, you know, if we go from a Lars Eller to a, to a McMichael, you know, that line loses 20 pounds and a few inches. For sure, right there in the middle. How important how important is, is the size there, Blake? And, and when it, how, how do you – is there a way that – this shows up in the advanced stats by any means, like as far as, you know, uh, not, not really. Um, I suppose I could do a weight versus, versus expected goals thing, but I don't think anything would uh, come of it. Yeah. Fair Cause enough. it's all, it's all about how you use your size, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, like Wayne Gretzky, he was, he was tiny. He wasn't able to be physical in a much more physical era. So he played behind the net. Um, you know, and he was the greatest of all time, but he was, you know, tiny. So right. it's all about, you know, if you are a big guy, yeah, go ahead and use your, use your size. But 
If you're not, you got to work around it. True that. Yeah. All right, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to our interview, part one of our interview with Stack Guy Blake at Allen Caps 1995. If you like this interview and you want to tune in to part two, check us out on Thursday. And then the next week, we'll be back at you with some live content. And we'll review everything that's happened in the past couple weeks with the Washington Capitals. If you like the podcast, please find us wherever you're listening and rate us five stars only. Until Thursday, have a great week. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Podnet on social, and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.